0: And here we are for our World Cup preview. Uh, you probably already would have seen a couple of days back, podcasts we did last week. We joined Michael Carboni from Chasing Kangaroos, he does all the international podcasts there, and a lot of good content. And obviously, Mike Wood, or Mio, as we like to call him, who's mm-hmm. been a long-term listener with the Raw Sports. Uh, they got us on as their experts. We use that term loosely for the Australian side of things, and we talked a little bit about the World Cup boxhead, but we are here to do our own preview and have a look at the World Cup. Thanks to Bluebet.com.au. If you're going to have a bet with anyone, do it with Bluebet. There is no one better. Our charity account uh, at the current is up to eleven hundred and two dollars. That might be the conclusion. Just have to double check if that's uh, going to be the end of it or if we're going to play during the World Cup. But if not, that is a good haul and a big thanks to Bluebet.com.au for the Bears of Hope. Absolutely. But uh,
1: nice little, nice little kicker.
0: You excited for the World Cup? A bit more footy to play through.
1: Uh yeah, I, I am. I, it's just a different sort of excitement. It's I don't think I'm going to be excited watching games as such. Apart from you know a few that will be close, no doubt, and that will decide groups. I think it'll be exciting as the tournament goes on, as the games get a little bit closer and the results become a little bit less predictable. But it's just good to watch. You know, some of the players that we're pretty familiar with from New South Wales Cup, some of the guys who are, you know, you're not so well-known Super League players, championship players. Yeah, more guys get opportunities. I'm a big fan of International Rugby League. I love any type of World Cup. So, yeah, from that perspective, it's different. It is exciting. I do, we're going to have the, the early World Cup where we're going to have some big scores and some non-competitive games, but I think... Uh, the final eight will be as close as I think we've ever seen yeah. at a, a Rugby so. Hopefully. That's I, what it looks like. Doesn't mean that that's how it will be. Well, but
0: I'm, I'm sure you'd agree. That that's what we're we, hoping. We both like. agree with some of the forwards, particularly, that walked away from representing Australia this time around, that hopefully will be more competitive with that top four or five mm. teams than it has been prior. It's yeah. generally been Australia, New Zealand, or England, and then generally it's been one of those two who can play against us. Yeah. This time around, I think the way it's played out, even Australia, who are still the favourites heavily, have to beat New Zealand just to get to the final. Mm. So I think there's a lot of intrigue. But looking at the pools, uh, before we go through some of the squads, look at some odds and give some thoughts. Pool A is England, France, Greece, and Samoa. Pool B, Australia, Fiji, Italy, Scotland. Pool C is Ireland, Jamaica, Lebanon, and New Zealand. And Pool D, the Cook Islands, Papua New Guinea, Wales, and Tonga. Two advance from each pool. uh, A and D cross over and B and C in terms of the pools in the quarterfinals. So two to come out of each pool. Let's start with Pool A, England, France, Greece, and Samoa. Uh, Unfortunately, Greece fans, pretty much there in attendance, in my opinion. Um, Mm. There's a couple of guys there of note. Lachlan Elias, Peter Mamazoulos, and Billy Magulius are probably your three standouts. And they've got the prior... NYC grand final man of the match Jordan Meads who spent a, a bit of time at the Warriors but that was 14-15 I don't know where exactly he's plying his trade these days but I'm pretty happy to say that I don't think uh, Greece unfortunately coached by I think Stevie George are going to be much of a threat no um, and- not be really
1: there for the uh They'll be there for the, the drinky-poos, I would imagine.
0: Yeah, and they've got some guys from all around. I see here some names um, from, you know, some actual guys that play over in Greece. There's so some guys that play in the Super League. Um, there's a couple guys from Ron Massey, Queensland Cup, etc. But overall, yeah, they're your real, probably, four standout names. Pretty lucky that most of those land in the spine, mind you, but it's pretty mm. hard to do much in the spine when you don't have, obviously, a great forward-back, go-forward yards, et cetera. Uh, France, interestingly enough, uh, Trent Robertson is an advisor or a coaching director. So, for the first time, I guess in a long time, for the majority of their side is based in the Super League. Although, I think, guys, yeah, a lot
1: of that's I think that's a good thing.
0: Mm. Yeah, majority of the squad um, play for the Catalans, but there are some names that are familiar to me in particular. Tony Guijot, He's a guy who was out here for a little bit. Played, I think, in that combined Shark Storm Tank, when they call. I actually yeah. really liked him back then. Yeah thought that someone might have had a look, but not the case. Semasoni Langi, who's played for Tonga, played over here for the Roosters. He's been over there for a long time. He's changed allegiances. He's with uh, the French side as well. But, yeah, Aloy Polissier and a lot of guys there that have come through also playing for Toulouse, who who pushed up this year. Um, forward Yar, who scores a fair bit. And Morgan Escare is another name that's quite familiar to me. But similar deal. Why well, I think they'll be more competitive uh, across the squad, I think the two that will be coming out and the two we should probably focus on more are Samoa and England. So England, I'm not huge on. I, I must admit I haven't watched <coughs> as much Super League, obviously, um, for the last few years because in general, I just don't think that the standard's been as good. I think if anything, it's gone backwards. The big plus side for them is I think the contingent of NRL players, they're going to get help. And majority are in the forward pack, which... Probably would have been my greatest concern, but off the top of my head, um you're gonna have Burgess, Luke Thompson, Whitehead, Bateman and Radley potentially as your starting pack, which is pretty handy. Out of the two nines, I don't know which way they'll go. Like McLaurin wasn't there for them in the last World Cup and he's here now, he'd be fairly older now, wouldn't he? I don't know yeah, I don't know anything yeah. about Handy Yeah. Do you know about Andy Akers the other nine from Salford, is it? Yeah. Could well be-
1: Salford were pretty close to Yeah. To making the grand final, so they,
0: they'll run with both nines, you reckon? Not, yeah. not an 80 minute. Well, yeah. And the other one for me was outside backs. Like, I was surprised to see Depending Ryan. on where they play Radley, you'd think they'll probably play Radley at 13. Well, Makinson, Tompkins at fullback, Herbie Farmer, surely he's got to be a centre, and they have to pick Dom Young. So I've really only got one spot left, which is the centre spot. Yeah. So you reckon that'll be Watkins, or would they look at Paul Pierce? Like, he's a back row centre. Was Watkins even playing.
1: Watkins was playing back row. So that's what I mean. And yeah.
0: I was surprised they didn't see Hall. Hall wasn't playing mm. the greatest of football. So um, I'm, I'm assuming the halves were you going been playing it. Um, okay. Wells be being the halves or with Williams? Yeah,
1: yeah. It's it's hard to know because you got so many versatile players playing play different positions at club level.
0: Mm. And then I I don't I don't couldn't really make up a bench. I sort of just went with the few names I knew. I know a Ledski one was in the team of the year. The front row, I know Knowles was part of the St. Helens set up. Matty Lee's. Akers, I thought, would be a shoe-in. So, I sort of had left over um, for their side of things. Snade, Chris Hill, Mike Cooper, Joe Batchelor, McGeek and and Ryan Hall. Yeah. But, yeah, realistically, you know, Williams, Wellsby, you know, their spine's pretty solid. I know the the nine situation, like I said, McLaurin wasn't there four years ago. He's there now. Tompkins, I've never really been big on, so... I don't know. I, I think they definitely move through with the pool they're in. I, I don't see France or Greece upsetting them but between them and Samoa I don't know. We, we, if they didn't have that NRL forward pack I think Samoa would be an absolute shoo-in. But yeah. halves wise and spine are where Samoa and Tonga who are very very strong everywhere else that's where you got your question marks. Yeah. So it's whether England can get more out of their it spine. Could be
1: Snead and Williams and the halves. So that's yeah, what I'm
0: wondering. Maybe they can get a little bit more out of their spine but I think yeah. it's more the halves than anything. Then you look at Samoa Samoa back five to me is an absolute no brainer. You've from two to six, you've got the penrith players. You've got May, you've got Toto, you've got Tago, you've got Crichton, and you've got Luai. Luai likely to be partnered by Milford. Uh, I'm I'm going to assume, and then the forward pack they've got Josh Papaliti and Joseph Borlo going over there. A combination likely between New Brown and Levi at nine, and with late Lua not going, I'm assuming it's going to be Tuilagi. Jayden sewer, uh, and then your locks, probably Alloy A, and your bench, you can load up. like You can have combinations of players. They could go with Ueli. They could go with Royce Hunt, Tapau, Oregon Kafusi, Spencer Lenu. They've got plenty of options in their forwards. They do. Yeah. Um, they are strong. They're back five, like I, I think said. their
1: squad's better than England's.
0: Yeah, and that's more what I'm saying. I think back five, forward pack rotation, they're better. It's just can they get enough out of their their spines so. and I expect
1: them to get better as the tournament goes on so England might beat them to start with but I, I wouldn't be predicting England to beat them late in the tournament
0: do you think Milford will partner in the halves and then would you start with new and roll Levi on like Levi apparently had a pretty good year over in England he's coming back to the Raiders I think I've he like heard say, today yeah. so he looks like he's going back to Canberra for the next two years that's the rumour I've heard mm. um, but those two in combination I like New Brown um, Sawali's obviously the one we're looking at for fullback. They picked Tamisa on the squad. I had seen some people write lists having him on the wing or fullback. He's not playing over those Penrith players or Sawali at fullback. They leave
1: Nothaluma out, do they?
0: That's what I mean. It's it's a very – if I, I, I just naturally would be picking all those Penrith guys. That's just me because is a winger, so you've got to either drop Talon or you've got to drop Totter. I'd think they'd just go with all the Penrith guys with Lua.
1: Yeah, I would've probably would have had an awful room in there instead of the Hammer.
0: Or or May. You're obviously gonna have Tago and Crichton as your centres.
1: Mm. Yeah. It's interesting, they have got a lot of depth there. Mm. You can't knock the squad that pick.
0: No, and Ford pack, like we said. Um
1: Half, yeah, I don't know. They got a couple of options there.
0: Yeah, T- I Oh you got Tyrone May as well. Yeah, and that's sort of the thing I thought for the bench as well. If they wanted to go for another guy that can cover halves and nine instead of just Levi and New.
1: Tyrone's probably a 14.
0: So, yeah, I don't know who they start with. I, a lot of people have talked about Levi. I haven't seen what he's done this year. I I do like New, but, yeah, that's another option in your halves if you weren't happy either. I think it
1: would be Danny Levi would be the nine, you'd think.
0: You don't like New, Brown?
1: Yeah, it's not that I don't like him.
0: Oh, I'm just saying out of those two... Yeah, I'd, I'd probably go with Levi. Liggy Sauer yeah, was a late inclusion from Hull. Um, I think that was more convenience because they're already over there and Luci's obviously had to pull out until further notice and what happens there. But uh, for me, yeah, I, I think maybe, combat, like you said, I think they'll get better as the tournament goes along. But for game one, not knowing, I, I'm still going to go Samoa with my number one to come out of that pool. And England yeah, is my two.
1: I'll go England one. Yeah, all right. so oh, two, but I, that's more just based on Home field, and I think Samara will get better as the tournament goes on.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's I,
1: I think they're a slam dunk, one, mm. two.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited mm. to see how things go. Samara and I also just forgot, I can't believe I've blanked this, they got Chanel Harris to beat up. Yeah. So we talk about halves. Guy can play halves, play fullback, and this is his last run before
1: Yeah. he
0: takes some time off. So in all honesty, I'd probably even play him over Milford. Maybe put Luai in the seven, put him in the six. Doesn't matter. They just play both sides of the field. Yeah. But if you also got to a point where you weren't happy with
1: well, when we trained against them,
0: yeah, you said that
1: they they had. Um,
0: I'm a big fan. I like him a lot.
1: They had yeah. They they well they mixed it up. Mm. They had. He plays one too. I didn't play because he was at Origin. So they had they had Milford and Harris Devita and yeah, yeah Harris Devita really surprised me.
0: I'm, uh, Just how sharp he was. I'm hoping he only goes for twelve months and goes somewhere. I, I really like him as a footballer, but mm. he's the one I probably forgot about. So they do have some. And that's opening
1: options. game England Samoa again, real?
0: Yeah. So that is the opener at St James's Park in Newcastle. But there you go. We we agree Samoa England, but different rankings in terms of where they head for the quarterfinals. Pool B: Scotland, Italy, Fiji, uh, and Australia. Looking at Scotland. Mm. Ewan Aiken is probably your headline sort of player there. They've got a couple of young kids. Luke Bain from Parramatta. Logan Bayless-Brow, who's contracted the Broncos. James Bell at St. Helens used to be at the Warriors. And then they've got a smattering of, uh, you know, guys from lower grades. Is that in, in Scotland? Scotland, yeah.
1: Luke Bain's a good player.
0: Yeah, so there's some guys... Um, Sort of from those grains. Caden Lynette is a name that would be familiar to some, obviously.
1: He's been playing good footy too.
0: Been out here. Kyle Schneider is one who played lower grades for Canberra. up and quiet. Probably somebody who can play at nine. And, uh, yeah, it's it's sort of a smattering there afterwards of some other guys. Young Bailey Haywood, probably get around the halves. He played some cup and played for the Bulldogs. Uh, but looking at them again, I, I, I don't see them. Threatening Australia and Fiji and Italy simmer. I think uh, I heard Maddie John say that he, Cooper's no longer going and him and Nathan Brown were the only NRL guys that had committed. Yeah, Cooper's chasing a contract and I think the club's... I think it was, it'll be
1: Australia, Fiji.
0: Yeah, spoken to. I've told him not to go over. But Italy's got a lot of guys. Like Daniel Ackerson plays some cup football. Nathan Brown's obviously had... Jack Campagnolo's a good player from South. He came yeah. down. Q cup. And then, yeah, we know about Alex Asino and some guys there that have played... Some lower grades, but unfortunately for them, I think uh similar deal. That'd be a bit of a trip for the boys. Brendan Sandy's a bit of a throwback. He was a Tigers guy. He's been there for a while. I think yeah. this might be his second or third World Cup. Luca Moretti was someone I heard good things about. I think he started at South. He's I mean,
1: been he's even playing for Glebe, not Newtown.
0: Actually, sorry, Moretti was at the Roosters. I mixed him up. He was uh, pretty well touted over there. He's now at Parramatta, it says. So... Uh, yeah, Ronnie Fiji. jumbo
1: at the London Broncos. He was playing Ron Massey for West last
0: year. Does that say so that name? Does ring a bell? Joey Tromantana as well. So they got yeah, a really good. He was good playing
1: Massey in, in between.
0: They got a large base. Nicholas
1: Tilburg played halves for Wenny this year. He's quite a good player.
0: Yeah. They got a large base, like we said, of guys. It's obviously a different level. Yeah. Large base, though, of guys at least playing um, some lower grade football. But Fiji, Australia. Australia. Is your obvious number one? I, I I still think there's guys that should have been picked that weren't. If I'm being honest, like I know yeah, I knew we went over that. Yeah, well, I, I, well we s- sort good. of did. I knew Lodge was not going to go for obvious that, yeah. reasons, but yeah, there was a few other guys. Um, but Fiji, I guess, is the one we're looking at, and uh, you know, Taruva, possibly at fullback again. Sivo, Ravalawa, Wanga, Blake, Montoya, like their options. They got a lot of backline options. Val, they've got so many backline options they can't really. Make it fit. But your real questions, I guess, for them are halves and forward packs. So Wakeham's your clear option in the halves. It's who they put there with him. Um, in the earlier year, they put Kevin Aguama at six. I don't know if they go that way again. Massima, who played at Wests, was a guy oh, they wow. they used there. So he might be the other option. Henry Louis At Mounties. They got that one mixed up. He's, he's the Bulls, isn't he? So he's another option um and then they've obviously got plenty of guys in the forward pack uh to pair around Arpasai carousel we obviously know that two
1: too
0: love it um you've got big villiarmi out he'll be crashing one edge of the field obviously very very impressive did the sims boys go or not they were named in one of the squads but looking at this pennies in there the sims boys didn't go that hurts they didn't get the safidis either Josh Wong. Wow. So they didn't get the Safidis and they didn't get the Sims brothers. That's disappointing. Mm. So that really hurts Fiji. Who's coaching them? Um, I think I had another link.
1: Done. No, it's okay.
0: No, there is there is one that had it, but man, that that squad changed. Their initial squad had a lot of heavy names on it, so. That hurts, because I sort of wrote down a possible team from the initial squad. There's a lot of guys missing. I'm just I'm asking. Uh, Joe, Pot- I can't pronounce it properly, unfortunately, uh, which I apologise. Dakui Toga. Okay. So they got, like I said, some NRL players, but in terms of guys, like I said. That but it, it sounds is...
1: like he's a Fijian-based mm. coach, which is good. So... Potsey did it for a couple of World Cups. They not. They knocked some and they might have knocked New Zealand out last World Cup, didn't they? Fiji,
0: mm, possibly. We know of Penny.
1: Well, Penny was with us
0: well, this so, year. Says so the he's with the Redcliffe Dolphins.
1: Caelan Miller was with us this year. Yeah, we've seen a lot of the a lot of the players there. We've seen a lot of them. Well, that's disappointing. Looking at that,
0: a lot of those names didn't go. So yeah, Ford Look, I still I
1: still think they'll finish second.
0: Yeah, well, that sort of throws up. I think a bit more for Scotland to maybe. Jump in! I'll leave him as second, but yeah, like we're talking, both Sims brothers, the Safidi brothers, uh, that were really would have boosted their stock. So now you're probably going to have a King Vuna Yahweh, and Josh Wong might get a game off the bench. I saw the other night they used Pio Seki in the back row. I'll
1: be playing Wong and Seki in the back row. Um, right?
0: Yeah, Joseph Rudd. We well, got Philly. Vili- Saravalu, they might have to use a few more of those guys sort of in the forwards. Leo Lavave L- L- played a lot of lower grades down here and was at the Tigers for a while, but that's huge. He's right?
1: Karawalavu he's um, the speed stuff. Roosters. Uh, but they're He was back, playing for the Silk Tails. So was is
0: Already sort of stacked. Piyoseki played for Manly. He debuted this year, didn't
1: he? Yeah, yeah but last year he played for Silk mm. Tails.
0: So yeah, take the Safetis and the Sims boys out. That really hurts. Uh, big uh, big burden to carry there for Kikau and Kami Kamika, Kami, but Australia, I don't even think we really need to go through too much. I think we sort of had our chat the other night. Some of our listeners posted up before that they listened to the, the squad that we sort of talked about. Them think that yeah. was the strongest, and the one they've initially named. uh, you know, I, I wouldn't say that's our best side. Like for me, Cleary's the halfback, not Cherry Evans. Definitely, I think they got the nine situation right. Um, and then in terms of our forwards, again, I well, I'm not, wouldn't have probably had Jake. I would have had Tino. Uh, Regan Campbell Gillard, and then a bench with like Murray and a couple of those lighterweight forwards, Carrigan, etc. Yeah, but moving forward, we'll we'll have to see. Say we can look at it as the tournament goes, but really you can't. You have got three games, so mm-hmm. he's rested all the Parapenriff guys for Game One. Um, I'd I'd want to have my best team run out Game Two and Three heading into the finals. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, I wouldn't agree that the first team that Australia's picked is their best team. But we go with them as our number one seed. Yeah, definitely. And Fiji's still at two, but yeah, now those forwards are out. I don't know. I might have a look at old Scotland to see what sort of value they are. Pool C is pretty much a fate of complete for New Zealand, but then you've got Ireland, Jamaica, and Lebanon. Poor Jamaica. Dom Young was their main hope. He went with England. His brother, Alex Young, is there, and they've got a few guys that are forming sort of a core group for them. Out of the Super League, Um, but other than that, most of the guys there, I think it's going to be a bit rough. Uh, Ireland, got a few names that people would realise. Obviously, a huge coup having Luke Keary, Henry O'Kane from the Tigers, a good upcoming young back row. Harry Rushton, who was at Canberra, has gone back. He's a good young forward. Um, Bentley played for Leeds in the grand final. Is Harry Rushton the one who smashed his face? Yeah, he was at... Canberra for two years. I think they got him from Wigan originally. I smashed his face this year. That was a horrible injury. Oh, it was terrible. Um, and then, yeah, Is he okay, they,
1: okay to play? Is he right Yeah, okay? he's healed
0: now. Yeah, wow. Josh Cook from the Dogs who left South. James Hassan, a name people remember, played for Manly. Jamie Joloff from the Titans. Um, and then they've got you know some good experience from the Super League. Toby King, George King, um, Richie Myler. So, you know what? They're, they're putting a pretty, pretty decent side on the park. Mm. Or when you look at it. All around, But yeah, they're, they're probably the sort of main competition for Lebanon who themselves could probably put a pretty handy team on the field. You know, if Moses and Dewey, yeah. Khaled Rajad, um, they could probably move to fullback if they want or put Dewey at fullback. And, um, you know, Fords, Kane. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. To lead from the front there. Good
1: Mounties, boy. I you think he's
0: captain. Carraz and Mansell. So they've got some good power in their back line. I think for them, their biggest thing is the other part of the experience and filling those gaps in. So they've got some guys from some lower-grade teams uh, around the competition, like Layurn and some guys that have been in some systems. avis miskew who's now at Wigan.
1: are Kime's going to play.
0: Bradley Mo- Brandon Morcos is a big name uh, that was bought by the Raiders from the Dragons. He's highly touted. He's played all the junior rep football. He's in their top squad. Uh, Reese Robinson's been around forever. James Romano's was at Man this year. Charbel Tassapala at Newtown's another one. Mikey, Mikey Tannis. Uh, yeah, I think.
1: Brandon Morcos.
0: Those two will be fighting it out for second spot. I think I'll be going.
1: Mickey Tannos, good player.
0: Yeah, so that's what I mean, they you think between the halves and fullback, would you play colored in the halves or would you move Dewey to fullback or would you play colored at fullback? Mm. They could play Karaz there. They talk about that, but I think Mm -hmm. I'd want to fill my back line in with Karaz, Mansour, Miski and have...
1: I'd probably play Dewey at one and have...
0: Colored at six. Yeah. And then, yeah, your back line, like I said, you can have those guys, forwards... Romanos, Kalachi, like you got to sort of put your best that you can get out there, I guess. Oh, their biggest thing, I guess, is who their bench rotation is.
1: Jeez, Tennos will be in a mix as well.
0: Playing nine, was he?
1: Oh, yeah. Can you move to nine? Playing nine, we can play in the holes as well. Because they're
0: going to have to have someone probably, is it Alistair Kem from Parramatta? You Know he was pretty good in cup, yeah. He was very good in cup, so yeah, they've got probably enough there to fill up a 13. Eh? You know, I guess it's that rotation. That Lay might...
1: in. He, he wouldn't look out of place playing in the holes either.
0: No, nah. so that rotation might hurt, but led by Dewey, um, and obviously Mitchell Moses, Rajat's definitely one to look out for. Exciting kid, and we know what uh, Caraz did this year, but yeah, Kiri and Myler, and those sort of guys, pretty handy set up for the Irish team, yeah, Bentley. If Joloff and those sort of guys can do their job, they they would have been disappointed, I guess, that they didn't end up with McAlorum. I'm pretty sure he played for Ireland in the years that he didn't play for hmm. England, so they could have ended up with a pretty handy spine there. Yeah. But those two, I guess, are fighting out. Poor old Jamaica, like I said, kind of got um, the few guys that they had on hand. Alex Young is Dom Young's brother. He's apparently a six-foot-six monster who can play anywhere in the backs like his brother. Um, but, yeah, they're sort of only players of the Huddersfield trio of Ashton Golden, Kieran Rush, and Michael Lawrence, but... Uh, most of the other guys are from their domestic competition, so... Mm. Yeah, not sure about them. But New Zealand, uh, they're my favourite. I really like New Zealand. You're going to have Manu at one, Brown and Hughes in the halves, Cheese at nine, and then that Ford pack. Like To be honest, I know Jesse's the captain. I don't even know if I would have taken Jesse on the tour. Huh. That's where I was at when I looked at it. Um, to have... Tarpany, Nelson, Fisher-Harris, Leoda, Nakora, Zaya Papali'i... Like, you know, trying to fit all those guys in to your team, let alone your rotation. Like, Jesse's your captain, so I'm like, you have to basically start with him now, which means Fisher-Harris probably starts and Laota might go to the bench. And back row, they can have Papali, Nakora. Tarpany, they can push to 13. They can bring Nelson off the bench. Sorensen, their probably the only spot you look at is their center wings are a bit lower, but Hiku definitely plays in a center spot. They took Chris, they was Talo and... Either Dallin or Rapana on the wings. They had Murata as a centre earlier. The they might do that again. I don't know. Mm. Um, but yeah, while they may lack maybe a little bit of depth in their OBs compared to Australia, if their spine stays healthy, um, they've got a pretty handy backup in Kieran Forum there if need be. But their forward pack is brilliant. Yeah. So I have them. Should be dominant. I have them number one. I'm going to give Lebanon number two, but that'll be between them and Ireland, I'd say. agree, yeah.
1: I'll go Lebanon too.
0: To come out. Um, And then we move on to Group D, the Cook Islands, Papua New Guinea, Wales, Tonga. Uh, Wales, they've got a good smattering of players across the board, but in terms of standout names, the two names there that are familiar to most people, Caleb Aikens, who played at Penrith and had a year at the Raiders. He just got promoted with Lee into the Super League. And one you're probably more familiar with is Josh Ralph, who... Played some 20s over here, um, did a pre-season with the Bulldogs and played some cut with us this year. But most of their team is made up of Bradford and a couple of local players and guys from the championship. They don't have too much Super League experience and they've got a couple of Valley diehards, which I think is a club up in Queensland, if I'm yeah. not mistaken.
1: Yeah, look, I, I like Ralphie. I'm an unabashed fan of Ralphie. I think he's a traditional old-school halfback, ball runner, little man. Uh, he kicks well, good game manager, but what he's got around him, who who really knows? So Yeah. Um, well, Tonga
0: are you clear? Mm.
1: Tonga are yeah, clear one, but then around that, mm, pretty open that group. Well,
0: the thing I have about Tonga, because a lot of people were saying they were the biggest threat coming out, I'm similar deal to most of the other ones. They're spines, but my question marks are. Mm. Um, Amone's probably eschewing for the six, but other than that, they're going to have to have a rotation of nine, so Harvey and Sony. We'll share that role, start with Avili, bring Sony in. But if they don't like what they've got in the halves at seven, they might have to play Sony there. Potentially, um, if yeah. not, they have to play the young kid guitar, which is a big ass, or Tui Lola here, who I haven't seen much of in the Super League since he's been there. But that's sort he's of he's their...
1: been playing okay Tui.
0: yeah. So they're sort of their options, and the other one was fullback. So you're looking at Kula or Tessie New. So mm-hmm. I look at their spine compared to the other two. I'm probably not as solid on it. Their forward pack, their back line, similar deal again. Loaded, you're talking Daniel Tupou, Moses Souli, William Penasini, Siani Katoa, um, Fenua Blake, Tatola, Ola Kawatu, Tangi, Jason Tamaolo, Talakai, Dave and Fafida. Like, they've got a million options in terms of how they pick their bench and their starting forward pack. Mm. But the question again is mainly on the spine. So, that's that's your thing for Samoa and Tonga, I guess, coming up against Australia and New Zealand. Yeah, Why, what you might have in that rotation what are you going to get from your kicking game, play one, two, set finishes, and how you steer your team around the park. Mm-hmm. Can you capitalize off what you're generating? Yeah. So for me, they're the, the hands down number one. Um, but I think it's probably a good contest between the Cook Islands and Papua New Guinea, which man you talked about before. Um, Papua New Guinea, good back line. Gebe's, Gebe's had some opportunities, the fullback at South and played a lot of Queensland Cup. You've got Johnston, Nene, Olam. And Xavier Coates probably forming that back five with Lamb and labor in the halves. Uh, Apape, the nine, just won the player of the year in the championship. For Lee, again, they get promoted to the Super League, but the forward pack is probably where they slim out a bit. You'll have probably Reese Martin, Dan Russell, who played some Queensland Cup. People remember Martin from the Bulldogs. He's at Lee's. Nixon putt, plays up at Capra's. Um, Ye and Sylvester played prop for him. Aylick is contracted to the Titans. Uh, Michael and just got a development deal with the Dolphins I guess it's more that can their forward pack hold up because you look at the Cookies they they got a bit more than I expected to be honest Um, compared to earlier in the year with what's available during the NRL the Cook Islanders actually got yeah a lot more than I'm expecting so Hmm. I'm trying to find that team list but um, Caleb uh, K.L. Eero is definitely one that we've seen enough of He's a very handy player. They picked yep. up a, a couple of good veterans <clears> for their forward pack. Um, you know, they got the Rennie brothers again. Takarengi, Brad Takarengi's Zane Ted Avano, who went to Leeds. you got Ruben Porter, who was at a lot of clubs. Pierre Koura, the young back row. Tempo and Maroa.
1: Ruben playing, is he?
0: Yeah, Ruben Porter. Where's Ruben playing this year? I think he played for North to start with. Not this I, year. I don't know it? where he ended up. Mawale was at South. Tepo and was at Melbourne. Dylan Napa. Rua from uh, the Tigers at nine. Peterson Rabadi was at the Dolphins. They've got Stephen and Isan Masters. Makatoa from Parramatta. Jono Ford, the Aronas. So um, I guess all those guys aren't playing as much top level football as what they were, but they might be more nuisance value than what you give credit for, I guess. Mm. Um
1: Head, Seagulls, Ruben Porter.
0: I think I might stick with Papua and Tonga one and two, but uh, I think the cookies. I'm
1: gonna go cookies.
0: It sort of just depends how that pans out. Like I think they'll play Iro on the centres, you'd think.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Um you'd have Masters as another centre. Steve maybe on a wing. Your halves, I guess, is where your question is. What are they gonna play Takarengi and Ford? which, you know, it's a bit of an odd halves pairing, but they're both guys that have played six at different levels. Rue is your nine. Then your forward pack, you've got lots of options. You've got Moale, Moroa, Napa, Terevano, sort of your middle rotation. Your edge is probably Pia, and Porter. Gelling. Um, Yeah, so I I guess their biggest question against Spine, Same deal, it's more halves. Mm. That's where you probably look at. PNG, who weren't fancy at all against Fiji on in the year, but Labert and Lamb just kicked, defended, did a really good job, and they held in. So uh, I'll go Tonga and Papua. You're going to go the cookies for you two seed.
1: Yeah, why not?
0: All right. Well, if we get on to the next part of it then, going off what you've picked um, and what I've picked, I think there's only... A few small differences. So uh, If I'm correct... I've got Tonga playing in England. New Zealand, Fiji, Samoa, Papua, Australia, Lebanon. You have Tonga, Samoa. First round. well wow. um, And the other one... Would be the Cookies... Playing uh, in the other prelim against England. So from there, I think Tonga, England... That's hard. Um, again, I'd, I'd probably lean towards Tonga, getting better as the tournament goes on.
1: Mm.
0: Not relying a lot on that spine, but I'd have them going through. Fiji, New Zealand, I'd have Fiji. Samoa, Papua for me, I'd have Samoa. And then Australia, Lebanon, I'd have Australia. So for you, your matchups are Tonga and Samoa. Who would you go there? Tonga. So Tonga goes through for you. New Zealand versus Fiji. New Zealand. go New Zealand. Um, England versus the Cook Islands England alright and then Australia Lebanon you're obviously Australia Australia so if that's the way it pans out I have Australia New Zealand as do you Uh, and my other semi would be Samoa Tonga you'd have Tonga versus England
1: Tonga versus England I'm going the
0: upset I'm putting New Zealand into the final i go Tonga and you've got Tonga getting over England so, New Zealand or Australia for you? Poor New Zealand. Well, there you go. So, we've both got Australia getting eliminated in the semi, but our final, I have New Zealand versus Samoa, and you've got New Zealand versus Tonga.
1: Who you got? New Zealand, Samoa?
0: Yep. Because the way our seedings work out, yeah, they yeah, go bro. different sides yeah, of the draw. Yeah. So, I'm obviously banking. I think there's an advantage in the forward pack to... Uh, New
1: Zealand are my pick to win it.
0: Yeah, I think there's an advantage to Tonga in the forward pack, but I think I like the one to seven better for Samoa. So,
1: and probably again, the price is turning me off for Australia. Like a dollar forty five, they're absolutely kidding themselves about that price.
0: Well, I just don't know. They
1: don't like, set the price. Like Australia doesn't no, set that price. No, they don't price, set the but,
0: price. But I just don't know if I trust
1: mm, them. Trust them to pick the right to team. To pick
0: the right team and how it plays out across the tournament and some of the things that have been said generally concern me. To be honest, like I. I could honestly see DCE being the half and Yonot being the lock and a few things that just sort of confuse me. So for the first game, we've got Tedesco at fullback, Adokar and Tulagi on the wings, Holmes and Latrell in the centre. So that I can sort of see, you know, I'm all right with that because Luttrell and Fox play together at Origin. Murray and Val play together at club. That That's all right with me. Um, the halves, though, I'd have Cleary and Munster. I wouldn't have Cherry Evans. Forward pack for the first game, he's got Jake, Tino, and Hunt. I'd have R- Regan instead of Jake. Back row of Nenei, Crichton, Murray, I'd have Yo instead of Murray. Yeah. Uh, and Then for me on the bench, I would have Murray, Carrigan, Grant, and I'd probably carry an extra forward instead, um, unless you're happy to play light and carry Jack to cover other positions. But I'd probably go Murray, Carrigan, Harry, and then I'd be looking at maybe Cotter, to be honest, but I, that's why I think we left ourselves short of a forward. Like I'm not big on Jake, and then your other options really are Collins, who I again probably wouldn't have taken because um, we we're a bit light on. But yeah, I, that's why I looked at guys that we left back home and thought, you know, whether it'd have been a Lane or a Lodge or a Madison who can play a middle the edge. I, I thought they sort Just of bigger body left himself short a middle or edge type because we're going to be a smaller forward pack. Mm. But I just think, yeah, you need those guys like we had in the past for ourselves that can play middle and edge. And I think we've left ourselves short. We've got a lot of utilities. You know, you've got a Burton and Whiten and a couple of guys there for outside back depth. But if you don't need them, that's that's why I thought Campbell Graham was a wasted spot. Yeah, I agree. Because I don't want to play him on the wing, and I've got four other guys who can cover center. Yeah. So I just, yeah, or even a Hudson Young who's played lock and edge. I would rather take another one of those guys over. Mm. So that does worry me. But... Yeah, that's sort of uh, our little run through. But if if that's the case, New Zealand Samoa or New Zealand Tonga, I'm assuming we both think New Zealand.
1: Yeah, I think New Zealand will win it. Um, I think they're excellent value at 450.
0: So there you go.
1: According to bluebet.com.au.
0: And some names there, like we said, to look out across some teams. But yeah, I'm like I said, looking forward to see how Ralph plays and that sort of setup. I think the Cook Islands, a lot of those young guys, and like we said, some of the NRL dudes, Kiri and that playing for Ireland with O'Kane and Cook and some younger blokes. The 11 these guys look like they've got, you know, a good smattering of Cup and 20s kids and interested to see how Khaled Rajad and Karaz and those guys play with Moses and Dewey. But, yeah, yeah. Um, overall, I think... Yeah, it'd be uh, good fun just watching be, some of these lower teams. This could be a very different World Cup and the odds, as you said, with au Australia, forty five, New Zealand four fifty. I got on at nines and tens at the start of the year and thought that was crazy. But yeah, as the forwards started to go to different countries, they've gone elsewhere. Samoa, $12, England, 13 Tonga, 14 And then after that, it just blows out. Fiji, 101 and everyone else after that. Goodbye. Off the planet odds. Group winners: Samoa, $1.72, England, 205 So if you go with your pick box head for Group A, yep. you get $205. For England.
1: I oh, shouldn't be betting on it.
0: Group B, Australia are $1, a one. Next best, Fiji at 19 Again, there's not much you can do out of that group. Group C, New Zealand again, one. A one. And Group D, Tonga are $1.03. But your value, we talked about this before, is probably to get out of a group. Mm. So Group A, England and Samoa are both $1, a one. I think that's fair. Group B, now that Fiji have lost those forwards, I don't know if I'd take it, but... If you just want a bit of interest, I guess. If you think Scotland have got enough Super League experience in that squad, a five or a tenner at $15 wouldn't hurt. But that depends on what you think of that forward pack for Fiji. And if those Super League players are enough to get them over the line. Yeah. Um, but again...
1: Or, or we will be played out in the uh, next few weeks.
0: Lebanon and Group C at 275 against Ireland. Ireland, like we said, pretty handy... Uh, could have helped smattering of NRL players in Super League, but if you like Lebanon to get out two seventy five. It's good odds. To qualify. And then the one that we both said maybe, but it all sort of depends. Cook Islands at six dollars. It more comes down to that spine again. Um it looks like they've got some good OBs and some good forwards, but could they beat Papua New Guinea? I don't know. But six bucks to get out of their group. Wales, fifty one dollars. I'm not so sure about that.
1: Yeah. Some value there. Yeah, you like one of the minnow sides or do you think they're going to knock off I just think purely, some of the higher ranked?
0: Purely for a bit of investment, I might have a 10 on the cookies to get out of their group and I might have uh, you know, a fiver on Scotland just because Fiji's forward pack. I don't think it'll happen, but 15 bucks. Worth a roll. This is true. Uh, and top try scorer for the tournament. Again, it more comes down to who you think's going to advance. I like Ronaldo Molitalo at $10 for the New Zealanders to be top try scorer. If you think they get through, two favourites of the Australian wingers. So they think Adokar at fours, Tulagi at six, Tupo. If you like Tonga to get all the way to the final, he's at nines along with Siani Katoa. Um, but I guess it depends on the team you're riding with. If we're both on New Zealand, I think Mulatala or Rapana or whoever you think the wingers are for New Zealand. So $10 there for uh, Ronaldo. I like those odds. But there you go. There's some markets to, to qualify, to win. And for the group winners, thanks to bluebet.com.au, it's a bit of a quick run-through of the World Cup boxhead. And like we said, we're excited because for the first time in a while, we're not just sitting here talking about Australia, New Zealand and England. We genuinely think that... Uh,
1: yeah, we think there's probably five teams... Tonga and Samoa
0: could throw a spanner in the works and we can potentially have a final that doesn't involve England or Australia. Uh, or England, yeah. And I also like the fact that there is a roadblock in the way that we have to play New Zealand if we want to get to the final most likely unless they don't win their group or we don't win our group. So I'm excited for this one. It should be good. Absolutely, yeah, I Look forward to it. Uh, there you go. Those odds brought to you by bluebet.com.au. If you can have a bet with anyone, do it with the true blue bookie at bluebet.com.au. That wraps up our World Cup preview. Like we said, just a quick run through the teams, how we think we'll play out, how we think the tournament will play out. Uh, obviously, if you haven't listened to the Kangaroos preview and a bit of the chat we had, with Mike Wood from the Raw Sports and uh, Michael Carboni from Chasing Kangaroos do so as well. But this was just us thinking we'd have a bit of a quick look. You, you never know what's going to happen over there. Some take it more serious than others. We know that for some people it's literally a
1: yeah.
0: Um. But, yeah, it's nice to know that hopefully we have a, a couple of teams you can potentially give us a bit of a shake-up here. But let's see how these predictions play out. We could be completely wrong, but I'm looking forward to some more football in a week's time. Kicking off Saturday uh, in England at St. James Park. England versus Samoa for us, I think it's midnight or just after midnight Sunday morning mm. this weekend. So might be recording that one. And then I think the second game's at 5.30 in the morning, so I might get up a bit earlier at 7 and maybe watch those two back-to-back.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll, I won't be watching many games live.
0: But there you go. I'll
1: so, be watching them.
0: Yeah, if you want to dabble, recorded. have a dabble. If you don't, don't, but... Uh, don't, don't, matter. I've loaded into New Zealand and that's what I'm hoping for. Hoping for a good World Cup. Hopefully Tonga and Simona do turn up and swing the baseball bats and give us a point of difference. But there you go. Three podcasts in the week. We might drop a few uh, as things go along. Maybe during the stages as things go along for the World Cup. Yeah. Maybe something in the off-season if there's a bit of news. But usually we wrap up but it's a World Cup year so it's a bit different. But We'll drop a, a line here or there as things happen, I guess, mm. over the off-season. But there you go. Big week. Um, that preview, probably then. Our fifth award show is out, yeah, if you haven't listened to that one already, in a bit of talk about some NRLs rules, and now our World Cup preview. So, Boxhead, thank you again for listening to me dribble for the most part of the year. Mm. Um, well, like I said, probably have another chat or two over the next couple of weeks, and then we'll have a bit of a break before the year comes about, but... I luckily get to say enjoy your week and enjoy your rugby league because the World Cup is upon us. Bring it on, give us more, give us more. Where are you going? Where are you? What's going on here? Is that it? Is that it?